friends forever, that's what we are. Through the thick and the thin, where friendship stars. We're banger main buddies from the days of old. We laugh, cry, and hug, friendship solid gold. My soul could whatever started a year ago. We share our stories, and your stories were told. 80s, 90s memories that give us glee. And on the block party shows, AKOTB. Now our friendship circle has grown by far. Hashtag friends forever, that's what we all are. Boom. And if you don't know, now you know. My soul called whatever for life. Hashtag MSCW. Hashtag friends forever. Yeah. Uh, 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 uh. Yeah. Um, this is Nikki. And this is Charlene. And this is my so-called whatever. Hey. We have a special guest today and it is Charlene. Brooke is unfortunately unable to um, participate in our usual episode. So Charlene stepped up and said, hey, I'll do it, which is awesome. Me. And I'm so excited. I, I can't wait to talk about this. And we are practicing social distancing to the extreme since we're on <laughs> different coasts. So <laughs> it, yeah, and I'm in my new office. Um, oh. my temporary office. It's because I was over in the old house, like all by myself, and everybody uh-huh. else was over here. So I'm like, well, since everybody else is over here, like if if nobody else was home, it wouldn't be a big deal. But like everybody's over here, and I feel like I was missing out when I was over there. So I moved everything over here. What about your decor? Is that still at the first house or the new house? It's still at the first house. So it's like plain walls and I'm just like where are my new kids posters but this is our bedroom so um, <laughs> so it's like I guess I'll be reasonable right for for now for now <laughs> yeah. so um last episode was kind of crazy um and amazing yes I cannot believe it I still can't believe it I mean this is the <sighs> second time we've had Donnie on and a lot of people said that they were like confused and like excited at the same time because they were like oh am I listening to the Donnie episode again and they're like um no wait this is a new one (laughs) so surprise that was fun I I do appreciate that he said you know let's do this again and there he was doing it again yes that was awesome I was like um this is the coolest and Brooke's birthday is no longer canceled so this is great (laughs) (laughs) I think so. her next 10 birthdays are made. You had Donnie Wahlberg singing happy yes. birthday to her. Can you I was imagine? literally, I was beaming. I was on lunch at work and I was listening to the last chunk of it. And I was beaming and giggling in my break room it, it, because I was so happy listening to him sing to her. I, my face hurt because I was smiling so hard because <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, this is happening. I can't believe this is happening. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and that's why I. I, I know, like, sh- like both of us, me and me and Brooke, we are not criers. Like, mm-hmm. we, we are not the, the easy to cry type. And mm-hmm. so that's why I messaged her. I was like, did you make you cry? And that she just said she was just so happy that yes. she didn't cry. And I was like, yeah, I could see myself doing that, too. She, I have, I don't think I've ever seen her that happy. Like, oh. she had, like, a look on her face that I haven't seen either ever or in a very long time. Because she was just, like, so elated so elated like I cannot believe this is happening right now like he is singing to me this is crazy well it it's like is it real life I mean right Jill's March Madness oh my gosh completely blew up in the same day that like Donnie's calling you guys and it's like this is our 10 year old dreams 
turned up to 11. Like, there's no way us watching the VHSs when we were little ever would think, oh, yeah, this is happening now. This is absolutely not. Absolutely not. Like, like, this is a possibility that I would even be able to, like, have a conversation, let alone, um, excuse me, post an Instagram story that said our podcast name in it. (laughs) 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 I freaked out. Oh, my gosh. I freaked out. And Bryn was just happened to be there. And I was like hopping across the floor. And she just looked at me like, what is happening to you right now? Oh, it's 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 all happening. That's that's (sighs) the thing. It's it's all happening. Oh, my gosh. Oh my gosh, it was so great. So thank you guys for sharing in our um, excitement and listening to the podcast episode. And if you're new, um, this is actually not a block party. This is our 80s and 90s episode, and we'll be doing another block party next week. Um, But we tend to go back and forth. So like one week we'll do New Kids on the Block episodes, and then the next week we'll do an 80s or 90s episode. Sometimes we do two block parties in a row, though. We have done that before. But if if the mood hit, that's exactly right. So and the mood hit last time, I believe that that was our I believe we did two block parties in a row. Because I mean, I could I couldn't hold the Donnie episode. Obviously, <laughs> I turned it around the same night. So <laughs> so yeah, I think that that's a good plan. And what do you think about Please Don't Go Girl winning? I okay, I love Joe McIntyre, mm-hmm. you love Joe McIntyre. I do. I do. We know this. Um, I I'm gonna keep tweeting it until it happens. Um, I just want Joe to record it as a grown up. I mm-hmm. want to be able to play it whenever I want. I want to hear his sexy grown man voice singing. Please don't go, girl. Like he sings it in concert, which is so fantastic. Mm-hmm. It is so fantastic. When, is the word? Yeah. I mean, I do love Block Party. That's I I love that album. Mm-hmm. I love that song. Mm-hmm. It's a ton of fun, but like when it came down to like block party versus please don't go girl, I'm I'm in my brain. I'm seeing Joe McIntyre's blue eyes as he's staring over the crowd, doing the dramatic pause. I'm losing my stuff. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's like I I love block party, but I can't deny Joe. I know. I so I did two brackets. I did one like what was in my heart, and then I did mm-hmm. one like a competitive one, like who I thought would win. And please don't go girl. Please don't go girl one. I mm-hmm. believe the one that I was like competitive, I thought was going to win. I believe I had the top four. Um, mm-hmm. And then um, for my this is in my heart. I chose block party. I know I'm a Joe. I'm a Joe girl. I understand like but block party. I don't know. It just has something. I mean, obviously, we named our episodes after it block party episodes. Mm-hmm. So it just it hits. It's uh, yeah, I um, when I did it, because I didn't do it for what I think people would choose. I just did it for what my favorite songs were between mm-hmm. the two. Yeah. And so um, my winner was If You Go Away. Um, Ooh, I love that song. So which much. also comes down to, I think, is probably one by my most played new kids song uh, because it's so good. It is. I love that song and so grown. much. They're grown. Yeah. Well, not as grown as they are now, but they were grown up. Like they were. Yeah, there was there was no baby Joe voice. No, no. And so that was a hard one because they put I need you in because I asked for it to be in there. And then it got put up against if you go away. And come on that I had to yeah. choose if you go away. I mean, come on. 
Come on. I Come on. I um I I know you love that song. Mm-hmm. Very much so. But that that didn't make it past my first round. I was like, sorry, Donnie. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, nope. Oh, I love that song so much. I I think I think I like that song as much as I like his version of Stay With Me Baby, which is like, well, oh, okay, oh, Donnie. No, All right. no, don't compare it to that. <laughs> no. <laughs> I played that for Kevin for the first time, and he's like, what is this? (laughs) I I appreciate you, Donnie. I truly, truly do. But, I mean, if you go away. And even, like, uh, some of the the still sounds good to me versus the way. I think Mm -hmm. those two were head-to-head. Yeah. And I'm like, I love still sounds good to you. I've listened to that a lot, too, because that song is so, so, you know, catchy and great. But versus the way, you're going to talk to me like a grown man? No, I'm sorry. The way wins. So, <laughs> sorry. You're gonna open your concert with that. You're gonna do those dance moves to that song, and you're gonna say those things live. Thank you, please. I'm a grown up. Give me all the grown man. Oh, speaking of grown man, I did oh, like that yes. song, and that didn't get much love either. No, no. I was like, oh, I love grown man. I love mm-hmm. that song. Love it. Love it. But Are we um, turning full this into service? a party? Hey, yeah. No, that's okay. Um, full service, though. I'm glad that it made it as far as it did, because I love that song, too. Absolutely yeah, love yeah. it. So, yeah, this uh, is not a block party. No, yeah, sorry not. about that. It's not, not, not a new kids episode. But, no, no, uh, but we had to we had some some unfinished business or some recap. Yeah, we, we needed to recap what went on last week because it was such a crazy week. I still can't believe Jill. I still can't believe it. FaceTiming with Donnie about that. I cannot believe it. So crazy. So so happy as soon as like you'd see her face on his phone I was like ah it's Jill I know so crazy and then Joe like in their live I don't know if you were able to watch the live of Donnie and Joe I watched some of it but Joe was like talking about Jill and I'm like (laughs) typing is this really happening Joe is talking about you Jill like right now he's talking about you this is crazy so so good so yeah, it was an epic week. So so I had to talk about how epic of a week this past right. week was. Exactly, exactly. So but now we're moving on to Can't Hardly Wait. This is something we I, talked about when you first came on. Uh-huh. Yeah. I it this is one of my favorite movies. I do love this movie so much. And um yeah, I mentioned it again because this movie is the opposite of social distancing because everybody who's everybody is in this movie and right. they're all smushed in a party house. Yes. Yes. It's I can't believe how many famous people are in it. I cannot. Everybody's believe it. in it. Yeah. So many people are in it. Yes. So I can remember watching this when it first came out and this kind of hits mm-hmm. home, I think, for you and I because of the when it was released so it was released june 12th 1998 and so we had just graduated high school so we were like living through this yeah literally um yeah this movie came out because for some okay did you graduate in the daytime yes okay for some crazy reason my high school they graduate us in the nighttime on a wednesday really on a wednesday On a Wednesday, and then you graduate, and you go, if, if you bought tickets, you go straight from graduation to grad night at Disneyland. See, we did grad night, too, but ours wasn't at, Dis- at Disneyland, unfortunately. Well, they could have planned the whole thing better. Like, why wh- Why is it a weekday? Why is right. it a nighttime? Right. Why can't these be separate days? Why can't it be a weekend? Um, so, yeah, we graduated at night, and um, then said, you know, took pictures with family, and then got on buses, and then didn't sleep at Disneyland for... Mm-hmm. Ever. 
<laughs> and then got back on the bus at like seven in the morning and went home. Wow. That's crazy. <laughs> Yeah, we did. We graduated in the morning, like late morning, early afternoon. And then we went to our project graduation is what we called it. And it was in Waterville, which was like 45 minutes away. So we all got on buses and headed to this dance club. It was a dance club in Waterville called Champions. And um, but it had like an indoor track and an indoor pool. And it's no longer Mm -hmm. around, which I think is crazy Mm -hmm. because it was it was awesome. Um, mm-hmm. but we did all that, but it was weird because like the in-between time between graduating and going there, it's just like, okay, we're just like waiting. Um, okay. We got to be on the bus at this time. It was just, it was only a matter of a few hours by the time you like graduated, came home, changed, you know, then you had to right. get on the bus and go. Um, but yeah, I thought it was funny. I was like, don't they have project graduation? Like, <laughs> because that's the whole point of project graduation is so that people don't go and party or have a party. Well, see, yeah, that's the thing, too. It's like since we graduated in the nighttime, um, we didn't get that much time. I mean, from where I grew up in the city of Rialto to Anaheim, it's about an hour drive. Mm-hmm. And so we got there, I want to say 10 p.m. And since Disneyland is Disneyland, they still do have rides, but. In all of like the, I mean, this is of course pre Star Wars land since it's 1998. Mm-hmm. Um, in all of the open areas, there were different DJs. So like oh. in the eating, the eating area in Tomorrowland, I think if that's correct, uh, that old ska band, the Aquabats, was there, oh. and they had and they were playing live. But then aside from that, like the different places had DJs. And so it was just playing like different types of music. So like one had like more of like a dance one and more had more of like a, like a hip hop one. And so, um, yeah, it was a lot of fun. And so I had a group of, I think six of us girls and we were all in choir. And, uh, one of them said, we're going to go on the rides. It's like, we are not going on the rides at grad night. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, we are not. And so we, we didn't, we just danced and danced and danced. And it was, it was a ton of fun. And yeah, I think the sun was coming up when we got back on the buses. Mm-hmm. And I remember feeling, because there were so many buses that it took forever to find our bus. We found it. I came home. My mom picked me up from school. And I slept, I think, until 6 p.m. that oh, wow. day. And I woke up not knowing. I was like, is it the same day or is it the next day? Like, <laughs> It's kind of like when you come home from the cruise. <laughs> exactly. It was like our first uh, like intro. Yeah. But that's the thing is, like, obviously, you know, we weren't like drinking or doing anything right, at Disneyland. Right. I, I didn't I didn't drink in high school anyway, but um yeah, it, that's what we did. And I didn't realize either until I'd moved to Central California that they that all kinds of uh, high schools in California went to grad night. So there were buses that took the 6-hour bus ride from Central wow. or Northern California down to Disneyland. So that was like an all-day thing for them. All-day all-two-day thing for them actually. But um yeah, we just drove an hour, had a ton of fun, and then drove back. But yeah, watching watching this movie open, and yeah. it opens with them graduating in the daytime. I was like, oh, yeah, people have daytime graduations, too. Yeah, and we didn't have an outdoor graduation either because it's not California. <laughs> we, the weather is very unpredictable in May, June of in, in Bangor, Maine. So we had indoor graduation um, at our local auditorium, um, which okay. is now called the cross center but it was this like really neat place um 
it was because I, I think I've talked to you about like basketball tournaments and everything were played in this. It's called, they uh-huh. called it the Mecca and mm-hmm. everybody like that played basketball, like wanted to be in the Bangor auditorium. So it was kind of cool for us to graduate there too. And mm-hmm. um, it was just full because we had such a large school. So the whole place was just packed and mm-hmm. it, it's neat to kind of graduate to it like with an audience like that. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, so we graduated indoors It and I believe it was a nice day. So we could have graduated outdoors, but you can't plan for that in Bangor, Maine. So yeah, we, uh, cause of rain, does it mm-hmm. rain in the summertime? Yeah, it rains. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it definitely does, but it doesn't for you. I'm sure. <laughs> very, I'm sorry, I, I sound like it. I sound like an alien. Does it rain in summertime? <laughs> cause uh, in Rialto, but, um, that's what I think too is ours was out like, like the movie ours was outside in the football stadium of our high school. Oh, wow. Yeah. Like, like, kind of like it was and um the whole opening of the movie they're like you know obviously not sure about his faces but everyone's in their cap and gown and the guy's like i'm naked they actually checked us before oh. we walked onto the floor <laughs> they checked us to make sure we were wearing clothes yeah i don't know what happened uh at my high school for them to have to check that people were wearing clothes. but um i do know a couple of people who did sneak in um uh beach balls Yes, that was a big thing because I think it had happened. And I can't remember if there was a beach ball or not, but it was mm-hmm. like, do not bring beach balls. Do not bring. I mean, we couldn't even like toss our caps in the air. We weren't allowed to. People did, but I didn't want to lose mine. So I was like, yeah. oh, I'm not going to toss it. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, um, what was I going to say? Um, we were talking. Oh, when we I see, I don't know as if they were checking to see if you were naked or just make sure. I can't remember if it was like before when we did like the rehearsal, but we had to wear white dresses underneath or, uh, or a dress of a light color because our gowns were white, which is like, really? Mm. Why are they white? Like, couldn't they be like maroon, but like make the boys wear white. Don't make us wear white. My school was, uh, was green and gold. And so like white is an accent color, but the guys, they did wear green and, were we in white? I think we were in white. But um, I had a white and lime green dress underneath. They weren't that strict with us. They had to be nice, though. They were mm-hmm. like, you have to dress nicely. Yeah. So, like, I was in a dress. Um, and then, since we didn't change, whatever you wore to graduation, you had to wear to grad night. So, oh, I made sure I was in comfy shoes because we were going to be walking around Disneyland. Yes. Um, I wouldn't even think about that. Yeah. Oh, my word. But So, yeah, all the guys were, like, in ties and dress shirts at Disneyland. Oh, my gosh. Um, but yeah, they did. They did. They did say we're gonna make sure you don't don't be silly. You better have clothes under your thing, or else we won't let you walk. Um, so they did check us for that. Um, That's funny. But yeah, but yeah, when this movie opened, I remember thinking. So yeah, we we graduated on a Wednesday, and then this movie came out in theaters on um, that Friday. Oh wow! Yeah, so it was the same week. But when I saw it. Um, I was kind of seeing a guy who worked at a local radio station around here, an LA radio station. Now I turned like I'm you're two weeks older than me. So we turned 18 in the middle of our senior year, pretty much. Right. Um, um, So I wasn't underage or anything, Uh, but (laughs) I was kind of seeing this guy who worked at a radio station and he got us tickets to the premiere of can't hardly wait. Um, And I think it was on the Friday 
before. So I think it was the Friday before we graduated and then we graduated the following Wednesday and then this movie hit theaters on that that following Friday. Mm-hmm. But I actually the um I was at the premiere at the Grauman's Chinese Theater. Oh wow, and- that's so cool. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah because he got he got his tickets and because he worked at the radio station and he could do that um and so we went and they they did have a red carpet for the actors it wasn't super huge mm-hmm. um but there was a red carpet for them and then for the rest of the theater like we went in with the rest of the theater and um i remember some of the actors were walking around uh seth green's friends in the movies those two the two guys that he yes. hangs out with they were walking around and they were tall. I remember seeing them walk around thinking they were tall. And they had like a nice little section for like Jennifer Love Hewitt and Ethan Embry. Um, that was kind of like right in the middle where they could see really well. Mm-hmm. And then I sat with the guy. And then when we were, you know, watched the whole movie, loved it. And then when we walked out, uh, Seth Green was walking right next to me. Oh, my gosh. And he is exactly my height. And I am <laughs> five foot three. <laughs> he is tiny. <laughs> he is very small. Uh, Lauren Ambrose, uh, the one who played Denise, she was on the other side of him. Yeah. So she's the same height, too. In the movie, she's in boots. So that's she's taller than him right, in the movie. But right. being 18 years old, walking out of the Grauman's Chinese Theater right next to Seth Green, I was like, oh, we're all the same height here. <laughs> and, and also, it's like, um, I just watched you in this movie. This is, that's, yeah. that's so crazy. <laughs> here here you are, Seth Green. So, so yeah, crazy. It, it was, it was, I, I just love this movie. And then, uh, I also had friends that next Saturday after graduated who kind of like had this party where mm-hmm. there was all kinds of different types of people in a house. His pa- He had his parents' permission though. And so they had moved out a bunch of the furniture, but there was like all the different types of people all hanging out together. Cause it wasn't like, this is a quote jug party or this is a, any, like it was, I mean, it wasn't really that defined or that separate at my high school. Like people were jocks. People were, you know, more scholastic or nerdy or whatever but like everybody knew each other so mm-hmm. so that was kind of cool to like graduate on a wednesday this movie came out on that friday and then like go to a party which was kind of like this on a saturday so that's why i have a lot of love and affinity for this movie like as a whole yeah and I, every time every time i watch it, i'm like i love this movie so much <laughs> it's so great it really is and the only thing i'd have to say like the only thing that i don't like about the movie is the amount of smash mouth that's played because <laughs> uh, no offense to smash mouth but i do not like smash mouth like that is no not not one of my favorite bands so no. No. yeah but they do have a good mix of music throughout the movie they do which i think the soundtrack is amazing i think that still totally holds up because it's it is a good mix of music yeah, no, I completely agree because we have a little alternative going on. Then you have some like Tone Loke and Young MC and like it, classic like funk music yes. and Guns and Roses. And then you have Romeo and Juliet and mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, by far little Barry Manilow. <laughs> so crazy. A lot of Barry Manilow. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> oh, so, so yeah, it opens and then like they don't show anyone. Then they finally show Ethan Embry and Lauren mm-hmm. Ambrose and. I just remember thinking he was so adorable, Preston. He was just so cute, yes. so genuine. But do you feel differently now? Um. Well, I think, I mean, he's nice to look at. I've been looking at him now. I was like, oh, he's such a cutie. I'd, I'd kiss him at a train station. I mean, um, like, about his character and, like, how his character was. Like, because I, I felt like it was so endearing, like, mm-hmm. and we'll get into it, like, that he, like, pined for this girl 
four years of high school and but then it's like okay. well I I I did have for, I mean I was a very bold teenager so I like to chase the cute boys I liked in mm-hmm. high school mm-hmm. um I know that isn't a regular narrative but I did have a lot of friends that had like long-term crushes that nothing ever came of it yeah so I kind of I kind of think of them that yeah. like no no I get it I just meant like I felt like his whole life was put on hold <laughs> like because of this one girl yes and i was just like oh my gosh preston there there what did they say there are more there are more fish in the trolley car like (laughs) (laughs) william says something like that yes yes so well well, on the flip side i kind of feel the opposite for amanda because uh my mom did an amazing job of when i started high school she said i don't want you having one single boyfriend all four years of high school. I mm-hmm. knew too many people who dated one person, went to all the dances, all the sports games with only one person, and then they broke up when they graduated. So there's all those memories with that person you're not with anymore. Right. I don't and she's so she told me she's like, I don't want you doing that. I was like, okay. So smart. So she said smart. I you have to kiss a lot of frogs to find your prince. And I was like, oh, I will kiss all the boys, mom, if that's what you're saying. No, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> and so that, and so, but yeah, it's true. I mean, so at the end when she's like going over, like, what am I, you know, my high school's was all spent with him. Well, who am I? It's like, well, yeah, you spent all four years with this dude. Exactly. And like, there's one key and I'm flash forwarding ahead, but the one key moment at the end of the movie where she's throwing out all the stuff. I'm like, you're throwing out your life. Like, don't throw that away. If I can give one piece of advice, don't throw yeah. that stuff away. Like, don't burn it. Just keep it and keep it about because it's still your memories. Like, yeah. yeah, it sucks. Maybe you're not together anymore, but you still have other memories besides being with that person. So yeah, it's like you, you still were in high school. You right. still are going to look back at that in 20 years. Right, right. Exactly. So but yeah. So yeah, but yeah, it opens with them. And then I remember when this movie came out, I did have long hair and thinking Lauren Ambrose's hair was awesome because it was so short. Mm-hmm. Um, and just thinking like, oh, they're good friends. I like this. Yes. Oh, my gosh. I I had a friend like that in high mm-hmm. school. Like we never dated, but um, not in high school, more so like junior high. Um, mm-hmm. It kind of reminded me of the relationship that Lauren Ambrose actually had with um, Seth Green afterwards because I was like wanted to reconnect with that person like yeah towards the end of high school because we had such a great relationship like in junior high middle school mm-hmm. so it was neat to see like the the friend dynamic between the two both Lauren Ambrose and Ethan Embry and Lauren Ambrose and Seth Green it was really yeah neat. yeah what do you think about them jocks Oh my gosh. So we didn't really have people like that really in our high school, no. I wouldn't think. I mm-hmm. mean, we did have the like jocks, but the one thing I noticed, I'm like, hmm, he's wearing a class ring. Like, was that a thing? Because it wasn't a thing for us. Like, I got a class ring because my sister got a class ring, but like, I don't think a lot of people wore their class rings. And like, is that, do they do that now? Um, I got a class ring too. Uh, I, I think I do remember people wearing their class rings. Oh, okay. Um, and I got, they had like girl versions, but I wanted mine to look like the guy version. Me I liked too. How it looked. And so mine looks like a small version of the guy version. So does mine. I <laughs> wanted the same thing because I wanted like the sports on the sides of it. 
Like I wanted um, basketball me, and. I think I, I think I know where I have, it. I'll send you a picture of my classroom. Yes. Yes. Send it. I'll see if I can find mine too. And I'll take a picture of mine. Um, but there, I, when they showed the jocks, they're wearing very nineties chunky oh necklaces. Oh my gosh. And the, that shirt that um, Mike is wearing, Peter. Now, so, how do you say his last name? Is it? I, Fal- I thought it was Fascinelli, but it might be Fasc- Yes, there might be there might be a ch in it somewhere. Yeah, the t- the tight ribbed shirt that like cut his muscles a little bit, like that that shirt is so nineties. Oh, Mike Dexter. Yes, Mike <laughs> Dexter. Yeah. Oh, and then the funny factoid too with the movie is that only the main people have names. Um, yes and first and all last the rest names. yeah the rest of them are just like jock one jock two mm-hmm. um but yeah that i think that kind of real extreme like yeah you know get the chicks i i i did have friends who were football players and they weren't as dare i say douchey as a right. <laughs> mike right. dexter was. no 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 i do have to say my boyfriend at the time was kind of like seth green's character <laughs> <laughs> which is like oh my gosh why, in the way he why? dressed in not the way the, he, dressed, no, he did, the way he, he did, talked the way he talked hmm. like at, at a small point like in the beginning of our relationship that's he was like that and i was just like oh man oh no yeah, <laughs> he, they, he they definitely show- didn't do the little braids that like it, they were just like random braids that like popped out of his hair um seth green like they were just like little braids with a little elastic <laughs> just here just yep. there yeah everywhere yeah um i and it's funny too when they showed the the seth green and his friends in the liquor store oh my god i thought <laughs> i thought cultural appropriation much yes. but I was like, wait, wait, yes <laughs> yes i'm like it's it's you know being 1998 watching it in 2020 like yeah that wouldn't fly no, too much no 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 not anymore and, and, and honestly back then why like why you know i mean you gotta think about 98 how how close was that to the bigness of like biggie and tupac yes yeah the popularity yes, of yes. like of like all that classic hip-hop and even just oversized stuff like i mean how huge was Black Street? No diggity. So like, right. it makes sense that Seth Green's character would be well, Kenny. That uh, Kenny would be there in pants that big. Oh my gosh! Styling so like big. he was styling so so nineties. Um, <laughs> but yeah, then they get to the house and then like Love Burger setting up and it's it, it's it's funny how many of the actors crossed over from say Clueless right. and. Other movies because you got Breck and Meyer, Donna Faison, yep. Faison, 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 and Faison, yeah. they're yeah they're in Love Burger, mm-hmm. and even though they're small parts, they're so good. Oh my gosh, it's just it's so funny. And then when one of them called him Hootie, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh, and he's and he wanted to wear a cowboy hat, and I was like, oh my gosh, you are, <laughs> yeah, oh, pretty much, man. Yeah, and then the first, you didn't so you didn't remember Eric Balfour was no, in this movie. No, and then I'm like, how could I not? I mean, it's obviously him. It's yeah. obviously him, and he is with the foreign exchange student at the beginning. He's like the yeah. What do you call it? The, like the stoner, stoner teaching him English. Yes, yes, T- teaching him bad English, <laughs> bad phrases, which is 
which is so silly to be like, oh yeah, he's a foreign exchange student who speaks zero English but went to this high school. Right. Because that like never happened. <laughs> like all of our foreign exchange students knew English. Like they could speak it very well. So I don't yeah. think any of them would come and like say, um, <laughs> what did he say? Some- uh would you like to touch my penis? Yes. <laughs> I am a sex machine. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So uh, the, we also meet William, which I think everybody mm-hmm. had a William. I know mm-hmm. we had a William. Mm-hmm. Um, All the clubs. Yep. Everything. All the involvement. Um, perfect score in the SATs. Like, um. You know, just you're like, that kid is going places like mm-hmm. he is going places. And the thing about like our person like that, they it wasn't like William, like the jocks didn't pick on him or anything like that. Like he was right. He was just like everybody was kind of on the same level. So, right. Yeah. I think that is one of the things is kind of this movie leaned on a little bit with, say, like the stereotypes yeah. of those, you know, 80s high school movies because Mm -hmm. even though a lot of the main characters they did feel like real people we knew Mm -hmm. it still was obviously heightened it's a movie but um yeah same thing we had a guy uh our friend who graduated and he got a perfect score on the sats and took all of the ap classes and when we graduated like half of his hair was gray so i don't know (laughs) i don't know how much of that was just genetics versus stress of having like a five a 5.0 i don't have that kind of drive. So, um, no. but yeah, he, he did get a perfect on the SATs back in 98. So crazy. I just, I can't imagine getting a perfect score. Like, it's just, it's beyond, I guessed a lot. Like, and I got a good score <laughs> and it was because of guessing. <laughs> Your um, deep subconscious knew. Yeah. If all else fails to see, that was the way that I went. <laughs> <laughs> But um, I do have to say, like, the girl stereotypes were more true than the boy stereotypes. Like, we had a lot of the girls, like, the girl that wanted everybody to sign their yearbook and, Mm -hmm. like, took all the pictures and, you know, like, we had one of those. And we had, like, the girl who thought she was, like, a 30-year-old trapped in a teenager's body, like, the one who threw the party, (laughs) (laughs) you know? (laughs) Um. I did, I did, I did write a couple times. Oh, that poor girl's house. Oh my god. <laughs> I did, I did write that a couple times. Um, I do like how when Mike Dexter's like break up with your girlfriends, and we see the girlfriends, they're like, oh my baby. Yes. And I was like, oh god. Yes. But that they would be uh, Amanda's friends, right? And when she walks into the party, and then like the sneaker pimp song plays Six mm-hmm. Underground, and everybody stops and stares. Yes. Such an epic entrance. And the thing is, too, is um, I did notice, side note. Now, you know I love makeup. I love overdone, drag oh, yeah. queen, ridiculous, middle of a Tuesday makeup for myself. But watching this movie and how these people are painted as teenagers and they're wearing what looks like hardly any makeup, you mm-hmm. know, pre-Instagram, pre-contouring. And it's just like, oh, yeah, mm-hmm. that's what we looked like when we just... Had a little bit of lip gloss and eyeliner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Obviously, they have more makeup because it's a movie. But the way everybody, all of their faces look, I was like, how refreshing. Even the done up girls, like even like Jamie Presley, like her yeah. character, like they they weren't. It was like less is more back then. 
Like if you yeah. could get away with not wearing any and just wearing a little bit of lip gloss, like that's what you did. But yeah, I can remember just going with like nudes. And I mean, I've still to this day, like I haven't jumped out of my comfort zone with that kind of stuff because that's like what I grew up with. Like what we started, yeah. we started in the 80s, late 80s with like blue mascara, like blue eyeshadow, um, pink eyeshadow. Harsh, harsh blush. Right. Super right. harsh blush. Like very defined lines. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. and then going to, um, no, I want to be like natural. Like, <laughs> let me put some henna in my hair and um, some like blushy lip gloss and call it good. <laughs> Well, because even even think think about Winona Ryder in Reality Bites. She's not wearing that much makeup. No, no. I so, never even yeah, wore I, mascara. I never even wore mascara. Like I, I never wore makeup. I should have worn makeup, but I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Could have used a little foundation there. Just a little bit. It's Just okay. Yeah, at least you didn't wear. At least you didn't wear too much, like people no. were doing. In- 1997 no um but yeah i did in the early days though i was like give me that blue mascara let me put that on i do like that (laughs) i remember lots of frosty lip stick if i remember correctly Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yep i did have a lot of that um but yeah she walks in everyone's you know staring at her i remember thinking god how'd she get her hair so big i know (laughs) that was some big hair for back then because it wasn't really about big hair, but Jennifer Love Hewitt had big hair. Yeah. So I guess it was I remember just... liking how bouncy it was. Yes. Yes. Because it was really like slick and sleek. Like get mm-hmm. it as straight as you can, long mm-hmm. and like sleek. That was the look. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, um, let's see what else. I have. Oh, how they're all trying to comfort her and they're being kind of terrible. <laughs> so terrible like you're you're just like Gwyneth like you're better than Gwyneth and then like afterwards she's so not Gwyneth (laughs) (laughs) thanks guys thanks friends like really great friends we've got some really great friends there yeah it sucks because like she realizes I think she starts to realize like oh my whole life's been a lie (laughs) like it's like looking at it you know like wow my relationship with my boyfriend really did define me. Now, who am I? I have no idea who and, I am. And who are my actual friends? Right. She doesn't have any. Um, Seth Green's running around trying to talk to the ladies or oh the honeys. Gosh. And he's there with his uh, oversized stuff. And I know he had a little yellow pager on his jacket. I just, I, I put, I love Seth Green. I love Seth Green so much. <laughs> Can we talk about the guy with the padlock around his neck? <laughs> like, how heavy was that, dude? <laughs> like, <laughs> super heavy. Oh my gosh. And, okay, so this is not Seth Green, but, and there's a scene where William goes and, and goes to drink beer. And there's a guy with a mesh shirt on and a tank top underneath. Like, we didn't wear stuff like that. Uh, let me think if anybody. And I. Not, I, not, not mesh. No. And the, I saw the, in some article, it was like, so 90s. No, that wasn't so 90s. Like, nobody wore that. Nobody wore that. I'm try- I don't, I don't know any guys who wore that. No. No. That was like an 80s thing. Like, and that was like a football thing. Like, you'd wear like a mesh football jersey. But you wouldn't wear a tank top underneath it. No, especially not that bright either. No, it was just, 
I, I read on some article, they were like the most 90s outfit. Like, no, you are wrong. You were obviously not born the time I was and you did not grow up in the 90s because that is not a 90s outfit. Um, And then how William was like, the the beer has gone bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember the first time I ever tried beer. Like I just had a sip of it. Like a family member was like, you can try a sip or whatever. You know what I mean? When I was older and I was like, this is disgusting. I'm never going to drink this ever in my life because it's so gross. <laughs> And then I'm like, yeah, I like beer. <laughs> so oh, weird. Hey, it grew on me. It's fine. Yeah, it's kind of um, like, I don't know. It's so weird that it like grows on you and like you develop a taste for it. Kind of like coffee. Like the first I, time you drink I, coffee, you're like, Bleh. yeah. So I I do I do love me some coffee, and I do I do like beer. I like I like a, a few different types of beers, but yeah, I can yeah. Um. I do think it's funny how we had a chart as if that was going to track his drunkenness. <laughs> and he passes it here. This is for you. <laughs> to the other guy. Oh, thank you. <laughs> oh, my um, God. Did you, did you ever watch the HBO show Six Feet Under? Yes. Oh, my okay. gosh. Yes. So, everybody's So, yeah. Uh, Mike Dexter's friend, Freddie Rodriguez, he's in it. Eric Balfour's in it. Lauren Ambrose is in yep. it. I remember watching that show and thinking, like, gosh, everybody from Six Feet Under is in this show. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, um, everyone from Can't Hardly Wait is in Six Feet Under. Right. But, yeah, so that show, I didn't have, I didn't, actually didn't have HBO. And I had a friend who had the seasons on VHS, because that's how old the Ooh. show is. And so she gave me, she's like, you have to watch this show. And I got obsessed, and I watched the whole thing. And I I, I remember like straight up ugly crying when it ended. Like this is the perfect ending of a show. And like, I never, I I didn't make it all the way through. I actually started watching it or right after I had Brody, and it was like over the winter, mm-hmm. and I shouldn't watch. It's very dark. It's dark. So it's super dark. I, it got real dark for me like around February, and I stopped watching it. Yeah. Um. But it came. I had the DVD collection, and it came. The it was really cool. It had like grass on the top and like a plot on the top and it was really neat the way that it came packaged but i still have it i should i should watch, watch it in it the now. summertime watch it in the summertime maybe not I, now I, I, when i'm like held up in my house like <laughs> no wait till august yeah um yeah. but it, that that shows one of the one of the most perfect endings of a show i i was watching the finale and they end it with like I'm not gonna no spoilers, but like there's like a Sia song playing, and um, Lauren Ambrose is driving her car, and I am bawling my face off on my couch. Uh, <laughs> and I am not a crier, but that yeah, that go go back in the summertime. Watch okay, it. I will do that. Um, but yeah, so um, they're going through the party. I like how everyone looks different. Everybody's mm-hmm. dressed all super different '90s. Um, I do think it's funny that the girl who's like, oh yeah, we called you Chester Cheetah. Mm-hmm. Um. She's like in a cardigan around her shoulders and it looks yeah. like she's she's drinking a scotch on the rocks. <laughs> Another person who thinks she's 30 trapped in like a teenager's body. Yeah. And then later when they cut to her like gossiping with her friend, her friend has a martini. What? I didn't notice <laughs> that. Weird. <laughs> with like olives in it. And I was like, who are these girls? Like that with like that a- wasn't even like a 21 year old drink. Like I no. no, no. I don't think I tried uh, scotch until I was like 30, late, thir- like mid 30s. 
Yeah, yeah. I didn't notice that until watching it just now, and I was like, "Wait, why is she drinking? Why does she have a slow tumbler with ice and brown That's alcohol?" Too <laughs> like, funny. What? I didn't notice it's that. So- <laughs> That's too funny. Yeah, she's doing that, and then, um, yeah. So the he's Kenny's listening to the girl crying, like you know, I'm gonna hook up with somebody at this party. That girl was in everything. She was in Clueless. She was in Bring It On. Yeah, uh, she was. That's right. Yeah. And I'm like, God, good for her. Oh What's my her name was uh Nicole Bilderback. Oh. That's a big name. Uh B-I-L-D-E-R Back. Uh, that's a Hollywood name. But yeah, she, I was I remember thinking like, oh, she was the one in Clueless. She was always like a side friend. Yes. But yes. That's good for her and funny. getting in all the teen movies. Yeah, yeah, because I recognized her. There were a lot of people I was like, Oh yeah, like she was in a movie, like an MTV movie. Mm-hmm. Um, there was one. It was just and she li- she had like such a small part. And then there was another girl. They just panned by her. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, she was in Buffy. Like, yeah, it was because I was a huge Buffy fan. If you didn't already know. So. <laughs> but the like the choice, like you said, with the outfits, they were all so different. And a lot of them were true, like true to form. Yeah. Like I, I knew, I, I don't know who it was, but there was somebody that used to wear an upside down visor. Like, I don't know who it was. Maybe mm. it's like a Chris Kirkpatrick thing. And I'm thinking that I know somebody, but like the guy with the upside down, I was going to do that for 2000s night. Like an mm. upside, down, the upside visor. down visor. Yes. Yes. Because that was like a thing. Um, um I did goggles. have a lot of, I, I wasn't much a crop top person, but I did have baby t-shirts. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so there's a lot of like small t-shirts with like baggy pants. And I did have friends who did that kind of like early Gwen Stefani where it was like chunky shoe, yep. baggy-ish, like almost military style pants and like t-shirts. Very Delia's. Yes. And I never actually bought anything from Delia's. I always wanted to. But mm-hmm. yeah, very Delia's. Um, and it's funny because... Uh, uh denise is walking to the party and you know that girl's like didn't you were you in my language lab the and one that, like, ah, that you thought was a homeschool student or something <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're, they're from your dress yeah um but that she really doesn't have any friends other than preston yeah and so like she gets hit in the head with that brownie and eric balfour licks her face that was so funny oh my gosh <laughs> and so she runs upstairs but like that's the thing it's like Seth Green's in the bathroom mm-hmm. because that poor girl's house is getting ruined. And he's like, I think I saw the exchange student with that marker. And so she's like, okay, you go upstairs. Yeah. <laughs> and his Kenny's poor little virgin brain is like practicing in the bathroom. And then Denise runs in and he's like, close the door. She's like, ah, she just closes the door. Ugh. And then they're trapped. They're trapped. <laughs> Which I mean, it's for that for them I think was like perfect like it was like the perfect thing for them to do because they used to be friends yeah. and things yeah. happen which it's shitty but things happen well, I like her face though because like every time he was talking like you can't you know talking like he was talking and she's mm-hmm. looking at him like what are you saying like, like who she are didn't you? even yeah she didn't even say that much but just her expressions at right. him like she knows who he is she right. knows this Kenny kid she grew up with and this is not him. No. He is pretending to be somebody else that he is not. No, and she's not having it. No. Um, yeah, so they're trapped. Um, William's doing body shots. Yes, and then he goes 
the best line in the whole movie. I can't feel my legs. I have no legs. <laughs> and I can't tell you how many times I've said that. Like that is like my Nikki go-to line when I've had enough and I say, I can't feel my legs. I have no legs. <laughs> oh, you mean, you mean in, in actual drunkenness? Yes, yes, yes. Yes. I say oh, that. Well, that's good to know. Yes. Yeah. I, I, I mean, it was an early on thing that I used to do. Like, I don't think I've done it in a very long time, like post kids. Did you, did you do it on the cruise? No, but I probably should have on 70s night. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. 70s night. That really got me. Oh. No, that was Drew. They kept bringing back their fancy drinks. Yes. They, get, they were like, Nikki, here, 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 Nikki, here you go. And I'm like, okay. Okay. <laughs> I didn't have I my chart. Could... I didn't have my William chart. So <laughs> you, you could have known. <laughs> yes. And it just hit me like hard because I mean, I just don't, I don't, I have like maybe on occasion, like one drink every couple months. Like, honestly, I just don't, I just don't drink. Anyway, so yeah, I have no legs. Yeah. That's good to know. Yes. So when I break that yeah, out, you're like, okay, it's time to go home, Nikki. Time to go home. <laughs> Time to get Nikki some water. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, so, yeah, William's doing body shots. He's licking necks and doing shots. Um, and then I put creepy cousin is creepy. Oh, and it's, <laughs> it's her cousin. Like, what in the world? You're so, that's your cousin. <laughs> by, by, by marriage. Right. Second but cousin. Still, but still. No. Still gross. Oh, um, but I did. I did. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I, I, well, yeah, that's the thing is that so she's talking to him before he's super creeping out. And she's it's, she's telling an honest tale of how, like, she's trying to figure out who she is, because right. that's pretty much the gist of high school is figuring out where you fit and what you like and what you are. Um, um, hold on one second. I'm sorry. My dog is like crying. Sorry about that. Doggy wants attention. My puppy is like very attached to me. Which is awesome because I've never had a dog that's like super attached to me, but he's to the mm-hmm. point where he like cries if he hasn't seen me in like over 30 minutes. So Aww. sorry about that. Okay. So what um, were we, we were talking about Preston. Oh, so I was, yeah, no, no, I was saying about um, how Amanda was talking to her cousin before he fully creeped out on her, mm-hmm. how she's talking about, she's trying to figure out herself. And that's the whole point of high school is like trying to figure out. Right what what you like and and who you are and trying to you're not a kid you're not a grown-up you're full of hormones and your class is full of cuties or not and it's just it, it, her talking about it's like yeah that's true and my only recommendation thanks to my mom's advice and having having been a teenager is just be bold mm-hmm. yes <laughs> what's, what's the word What's the worst that can happen? I wish you what's, had told what? me that. I wish that we knew each other before and you were like, Nikki, just go for it. Just go for it. <laughs> that was me. I was that friend. But then it's because like if I was wearing stuff and it was like, say, between the shorts or the shorter shorts, my mom would say, wear the shorter ones. Mm-hmm. You're 16. Go ahead. <laughs> I so wish I, I had your mom in my life. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Um. But it's it's just because it's true. It's like, you know, but in this movie, it's the last day of graduation. So mm-hmm. like now what? I remember th- I remember feeling like that at 18 yes, after graduation. Like me too. Now. Now what? Like who I, I really had the same kind of thing that Amanda's going through because I didn't really know who I was like. 
Mm-hmm. Was I the person, the athlete that I really wasn't that person? Like I needed to mm-hmm. find out who I was. And in order to do that, I needed to break up with my boyfriend. <laughs> so that didn't mm-hmm. happen for another couple of years. But after that happened, I was like, oh, this is who I am. And that's why people should follow your advice, your mom's advice. Never have yeah. a boyfriend for too long because they do. You do start becoming like that person's girlfriend. Like that's your identity. And yeah. I mean, and a lot of different things, you know, you being 14 versus being 18 is a big difference. Huge difference. Huge difference. Huge difference. So I think the next part, and I don't want to go too far, but it's when Amanda finds the letter and at the same time, um, Preston is like, and Preston is sad. Yeah. Preston is sad. And he, cause he sees, Amanda and her cousin kissing because he like forced himself on her and which he really he really did like she like pulls him off like sexual harassment lots of that in this movie (laughs) you were asking for it like oh my god right like come on excuse me like (laughs) so and I wrote so much smash mouth again It's so funny because it is a lot in that movie, but I didn't really notice as much. I don't like Smash Mouth either. No. But. Every time I heard it, I was like, oh, my gosh, so much Smash Mouth. <laughs> yeah. So, so sad person is sad. Right. Um, and he hears on the and- radio. He find- Because um, in the in the beginning, he gets the sign that because Barry Manilow's Amanda starts playing. He's like, it's a sign. And I'm sure we've all done that before. Like, oh my gosh, that's a sign. That's a sign that I should do this. And so he hears it and he hears that. But um, what's her name? His friend there says, Uh, Denise, Denise. She's like, isn't that a song about his dog? So Preston really wants to know if this is a song about his dog and he gets a chance to, to find out because this radio station is like, now is your chance. If you call in, you can ask Barry Manilow any questions. The the man who writes the songs. And so. Uh, so he goes to the pay phone. Yes. Because <laughs> there are no cell phones. Right. Right. So off to the pay. And I have called radio stations uh, on repeat on a landline before. And I know that busy tone feeling and hanging yes. up and starting again. Yeah. But yeah, he's, he's in a, probably grimy payphone right and then there's an angel right it's jenna elfman <laughs> that's her a name stripper right? angel jenna, jenna jenna elfman right that's her name yes okay yeah, yeah. that's her name yes a stripper angel <laughs> which i thought she was so pretty like i remember watching yeah. that and i was like oh my gosh she is so pretty like, i remember her hair yes. like how does she have her hair like that it's gorgeous it all it like even seeing it now, I'm like, I want to cut it. I want to cut my hair. Yeah. I want it to look like that. No, Nikki, you don't want to cut your hair. Do not cut your hair. <laughs> yeah. My my hair wouldn't do that without many, many tricks and lots and lots of hairspray. Yes. But um, yeah, she's an angel. She's a, I'm a dancer. Right. Um, she <laughs> says something very, very, very spot on, though. Like, this is a key moment. And I can relate this directly back to Joe McIntyre. <laughs> yes, go ahead. You say it. I know what you're going to say. Yes. Go ahead. She said, if I, I knew if I wanted it bad enough, it would happen. And I can remember yeah. saying that to myself, like, Nikki, if you want it bad enough, like, really, it can happen. Like, if you want it yeah. bad enough, and then I'd be like, no, 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 it can't happen. But you got to be positive. Like, you got to want it bad enough. And she tells the story about Scott, ba- Scott Bayo, 
right? Scott Bayo, yeah. Yeah, and about how he she was like a huge fan of his and like she finally got the the opportunity to see him. Like finally. And he came to their mall. Yes. Yes. And she says, but she got to meet him and then she couldn't say anything. And she yeah. said, because fate only takes you so far and then it's up to you to make it happen, which yeah. is so true. It's so yeah. true. Fate will only fate is real and it will only take you so far. But then you've got to you've got to like move to the next step. You've got to do you've that. got to you've got to say to Joe McIntyre. Hi, I'm Nikki. So right. Joe McIntyre says. Hi, Nikki. Right. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, yeah, I am the one that wants you on the podcast. <laughs> and he's like, I know. We got to plan it out. Oh, Which was Joe. Said, oh, Joe. Come on. I, I interview Joe. Um, but yeah, when she was talking about that, her love for Scott Bale and how he was, he came out of the car and he was so beautiful. Yes. And then she's like, he was so beautiful. It's, it's, it's hard to get your brain to work when someone you've far away famously lusted after is in front of you. Right. So as listening to her describe him, I was getting many, many NKOTB vibes. Yes. Um, and it's, yeah, that's the thing. You always say something, always say something, even if it's, I like your shirt. Right. <laughs> or thanks, Dan. Thanks, Danny. <laughs> Whatever it is. Yes. Always say something. Always. Um, that is the biggest but, yeah. piece of advice, especially when meeting and new kids on the block. Always just say something. It doesn't matter what it is. Say just say something. something. Just don't step on Joe's their feet. Eyes are, <laughs> I know Joe's eyes are blindingly gorgeous. And I know when John's Disney prince face mm-hmm. is smiling at you, it's like, what What are words? Um, but don't don't let it be Scott Bale. And the funny thing is, too, is about she even hung up on his Barry Manilow call because right. she needed to use the payphone because there's no uber there's no right. lyft there are no no smartphones in 1998 mm-hmm. but she tells him you know you go get yourself very man right like, no no <laughs> that, <laughs> that like, was too no, funny no. yes it can happen you go and you you go to Barry manilow <laughs> so funny um but yeah, the 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 letter gets to um, gets to Amanda right. through I, I I wrote through through movie magic obviously comes yes. out the trash rolls on a shoe ends up in front of her. Right. Uh, she goes around the party trying to find uh, who Preston is. But um, also, Mike Dexter's walking around talking to people, and he sits down <gasps> next yes! to Selma Blair. Yeah. Oh yes, 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 mm-hmm. yes. That was great. And was that that was pre-cruel intentions right mm-hmm. yep that was yeah this was 98 mm-hmm. um and then he talks to jerry o'connell trip mcneely my trip fa- mcneely jerry o'connell's in my top 10 as is trip eric McNeely. belfour like this is my movie guys this is my movie <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah trip mcneely uh, and can i just say i love his boat shoes with those ox <laughs> even though he's got warts all over his feet yes <laughs> that was gross but uh but yeah it's funny hearing him talk about college girls because mike dexter's like no it's gonna be like a party and they're like no they're all serious and, and it's kind of they're true. all with someone pre-med 
it's kind of true because once you get to college, you're like, mm, I, I don't want to do the high school thing. Like, I don't want to date somebody that's the same age yeah. as me. Like, I want to date somebody who's older and more mature and that knows life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, somewhere in the mix up there. Uh, let me see. Uh, Love Burger, they get in a fight. Yes. Um, that rocker guy gets up, starts playing Paradise City, and which suddenly was supposed William to be Panama. Did you know that it was supposed to Panama? be Panama by Van Halen, but they couldn't get the rights to the song, so it was Paradise City instead. I think Paradise City was pretty epic. I think Me that worked out pretty too. well. I think I would have. I much rather prefer Paradise City over Panama. Although it's although it's funny, as soon as he gets on stage with the mic, all of a sudden the girl's like, "Oh my god, he's so hot!" Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh so crazy uh, but yeah then you know she's walking around she's trying to figure out jason siegel is outside he's trying to figure out who preston is yes J- jason siegel's like molesting that watermelon <laughs> did you notice that yes i did and he offers it to her at the end because he's like this is like my love my watermelon love i don't know he's like He's like caressing it and licking it. Yeah, tries to give her some. It's so funny. Um, <laughs> um, and so yeah, she's trying to find him, and then she he's she gets back in the house and drunk Mike Dexter's like, mm-hmm. oh my girlfriends. Yeah, because J- because Trip McNeely tells her him he needs to hold on to her, like, and he's like, oh yeah yeah yeah, we're still together, we're still together. Oh yeah, he calls her a prize piece. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I remember. Just- I remember, th- I remember thinking that when I saw the movie and watching it again, hearing him calling her a prize piece. I yeah. was like, ugh. Gross. Yeah. But that doesn't go well. No. Because Amanda's like, nah. No, and I love that people are taking pictures of his reaction. <laughs> like, With their disposable cameras. Yes, yeah, like when, like, all of a sudden she, like, he, you know, he's talking to her and he's asking her to come back and then she's like you know what no no and then like they say a really bad word they call him a really bad word Um, and he's like well Amanda yeah (laughs) oh man and so then they start taking pictures of his reaction which was great because it was like you know what she doesn't need you Mike she doesn't need you Nope. see you later and uh, William finds Mike Dexter in the in the other room and He's all sad. Right. They hug each other. And then, he, and then boys to men start playing. <laughs> yes, yes. I'll make <laughs> love, make to, love you. to you. Oh, my gosh. That's... And then then they cut to my favorite part where they pan back up to the top bathroom and Kenny and Denise are on the floor singing the right stuff. That's right. That's right. So awesome. And I wrote, the hair, the hair braids are killing me. That's what I wrote. <laughs> <laughs> Slowly. <laughs> I remember watching that in the theater being tickled that they were singing New Kids. Like, yes, <gasps> me too. No, I was like, oh my gosh, yes, yes. Which like, makes sense because it, <laughs> Yeah. It was so nice to hear the New Kids right. in 1998, even if it was sung through Kenny and Denise. Right. No. So I, I like lit up. I like was glowing when that, because any kind of New Kids reference, I'd be like, yes, I love them yeah. so much. <laughs> Yeah. And so uh, she's uh, Amanda is walking through the party. Gross guys are being gross. Yes. Gross guys are being super gross. Right. Um, so she's had it because everyone's trying to get her naked. And so when she, Preston's finally like, Amanda, I love you. Right. 
it's not the right time. No, she kind of goes and flips out on him, which isn't good. Because no. she doesn't know it's him, even no. though she has a letter. She no. read the letter. Yes. And then um, Romeo and Juliet start playing, which is one of my favorite songs. Is one it? of my favorite yeah. songs. I think it's by Dire Straits. And okay. it was my one of my favorite songs in high school. And um, which was kind of crazy because that's an old song. And for them to yeah. play it in this movie, I was like, oh, my gosh, I love the song. Um, and it, it cuts to Amanda looking at the yearbook and she realizes, oh, shit, that was Preston. Yeah. Crap. Yeah. Crap. Uh, yeah, I put Preston sad again. Yeah. Amanda sees yearbook, Preston sad again. He leaves a party. He drives away. Um, Love Burger reunites. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, and just as Kenny's, they're about to play. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The cops come and then it's anarchy. Yes. Oh, my gosh. It's crazy. And I wrote, I only went to one party when the cops came. And unfortunately, it was my party. <laughs> Your party? <laughs> yes. It was bad. Was it I got a big in trouble. Party? Yeah, I got in trouble. Yep. Were your parents out of town? Like all the movies it was my, have it? It was my apartment. So it was even worse. Oh, so it, it was after high school. Okay. But I didn't party during high school. Um, right. It was after high school. I was under 21 and we had alcohol. So, yes, you can just imagine what happened. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I'm going to school to be a state trooper. <laughs> so come on, they've done it. They've done it too. Yeah, it was I got in trouble and did my no, I didn't do any time, but <laughs> paid my dues. And um yeah. So that was the only party I ever went to that the cops came. And like there were like either two or three of them that came. Mm-hmm. And I was like, it's not that big of a party. <laughs> Like, it, it doesn't require this many police officers. You're like, this is a private residence. <laughs> oh, gosh. So, yeah. Um, it wasn't quite the scene that was in the movie. But, mm-hmm. yeah, it always reminds me when I see the cops scene, like, and break up a party. I'm like, oh, yeah, that happened to me. <laughs> well, it's it's everyone's running around. Uh, Candy, uh, not you know, William and Mike Dexter end up going out of the back and then they get jumped by William's friends because right. they don't know it's William. Oh my gosh. And they set up the scene. It reminds me of Heather's. <laughs> 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 so they set up the scene and then they take pictures and realize it's William. And then the cops find them. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> it's too funny. And his friends uh, are so funny because they love the X-Files. Like, they love the X-Files. I love the X-Files, too. Oh, but I remember too. thinking, like, wow, they, they really love the they X-Files. They really love the X-Files. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so all this is happening and Kenny and Denise are getting naked upstairs. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Um, and then it's awkward. Because mm-hmm. she's like, it goes for longer. But yeah. it's like, don't say he that. takes it back. <laughs> she takes it bad. They both take it back. He gets back the accent again. And she's like, you asshole. Yep. And then that poor girl's house, that poor girl bursts oh in gosh. with her dress all and her hair she's all jacked up. Yep. It's not good. 
he's like what's wrong with you and she's like you want to know what's wrong with me it's like oh god just leave just get out just go just go <laughs> so yeah um they leave uh jamie Priestley gets left by her boyfriend in the house she's the like sound asleep you always know there's that one person <laughs> that falls asleep on the couch that that was her <laughs> gets abandoned yeah. um but then uh kenny goes and he finds denise and he apologizes yeah they make up. their weird kind of adorable chemistry. Yeah. Yeah. That was pretty good. And then William wakes up in a jail cell. <laughs> Very hungover. Yes. Yes. And he's like super scared that he's going to be in trouble. But but he got saved by Mike Dexter's story. Right. And Mike Dexter says he beat him up and forced him to drink alcohol. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> which is funny and it's like then you're like oh Mike Dexter you're such a nice guy like underneath it, it all for right then you think ap- you know because of in secret he's nice right exactly and I feel like okay so when I worked at the airport there were people that I went to high school with that would come to the bar that was at the airport and mm-hmm. like we would drink together. And I feel like that same thing happened. Like we wouldn't have hung out with each other in high school, but like mm-hmm. because we were sharing beers and you know what I mean together, like it was like a camaraderie, if that's the mm-hmm. word. Like we were like, we were, but it's like afterwards, like outside, we didn't really talk to each other. It was kind of weird. Right. You know what I mean? It's kind of like the breakfast club. Like, you know, everything, like Claire said, everything's probably going to go back to the way that it was. Because it's yeah. the truth, you know? It just happens that way. But alcohol has a way of bonding you together. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you're in a diner and you're trying to talk to Mike Dexter. That's true. And then he's going to be a jerk face again. Yes. And it's like, seriously, I was just beginning to like you, Mike Dexter. Now I don't. And your shirt's ripped. <laughs> Yeah, like, they're they're all in the same clothes. Right, right, right. And at the same time, it like pans to Amanda and she's in her room. And it's that thing that I was talking about in the beginning where she's like throwing away pictures. It's like, don't do that. Don't throw those away. Like, yeah, he's a jerk. He's a douchebag. But keep the pictures. Keep the pictures. Always keep the pictures. Because you can always like later on in life, there's going to be something called Photoshop and you're going to be able to use it and just Photoshop the shit right out of it. That's what you're going to be able to do because that's what I do. <laughs> Here's me at the dance by myself. Yes. Yes. Is there somebody else there? No, there's no, no one else. There. It's just me. It's just me in the background. <laughs> um, but yeah, she, she's tossing the things. And so aside from, Kenny and Denise breaking up five minutes later to mm-hmm. Kenny and Denise getting back together in a bathroom. Yeah. Um, and Denise saying bye to Preston because he's leaving. Uh, that final scene where he's in the train station, that is, uh, that's Union Station in downtown LA. Okay. Cause I was wondering about that because they say, cause I said, where does this movie take place? Cause they call it the yeah. Boston Bullet. And I'm like, no. Cause that's what they said. They were like, Boston Bullet leaving in whatever at gate whatever 17 and i'm like yeah i wonder where this movie is like supposed to take place yeah they don't actually say where it's supposed to be but when as soon as he walked in i'm like that's union station and it was it was filmed in union station in downtown la it's a classic uh train station where you still can take the train and it still looks like that with like the square seats the, that's really all the cool. wood 
Um, and it, it does, it looks exactly like that. And when he walks in, you can actually see the street in downtown LA that you, you can drive past it. So, uh, it's, it's not a set that's real. Um, but, uh, yeah, they actually, she finally finds Preston. He's about to get on his train mm-hmm. and she's like, well, maybe, maybe I should be single. He's like, yeah, maybe <laughs> you're like, no, Preston, no, but he's like being realistic. Like he's got this like awesome opportunity to like, you don't want to pass up that. You don't want to teach kids like, yeah, you should pass that up for the girl of your dreams or the guy of your dreams. No, you don't want to do that. No, so. I mean, honestly, as a grown up, yeah, she should be single. Like you yes. just had a boyfriend for four years. Exactly. No. Yes. You- you should 100% be single. I mean, for the movie, no, be with Preston and write every day. Write him a letter every day you're a part. That's fine. For the movie, fine. But like, if she was a real person, girl, be single, girl. Right. <laughs> so at the end of the movie, did anybody else think that the kissing scene was really awkward? When she kissed him? When they kissed each other? Yes. Did you think it was awkward? I did. I was like, this is awkward. Like, I don't know if it's because it just seemed like he was just like, I don't know. It just seemed really weird. I did find out, though, I've read numerous articles that he was Uh like stoned the entire time making this movie. So he doesn't like remember making this movie. I I do know he talks about being like sober um, now, currently. Um, I didn't think. Okay, so watching that kissing scene versus the final kissing scene at the end of Pretty in Pink with mm-hmm. Molly Ringwald and um what's his name I can't think of uh Blaine yes uh I Andrew McCartney their kissing scene looks super awkward like they look like they were smashing their faces together and yeah. I remember thinking like ow that's not sexy oh no that's no this was just weird it was like their mouths were like weird well and I'm for- like hmm hmm what's going I, on I remember I remember thinking that one was weird and think it was like Okay, Ethan Embry. Okay. Like, I, it didn't bother me at all. I just kept thinking, because I had read that, he was, like, stoned the entire time. As yeah. I'm watching it, I'm like, yeah, he's really acting stoned through this whole movie. Like, you know, like, now that I'm, like, and I'm looking at it in a different perspective, I was like, and then the kissing scene, I'm like, I wonder if he was stoned during this, too. Probably. <laughs> no. Um but yeah, like, are they uh, still together though? Really? Are they still together? Mm. If this was, if they were actual people from 1998, I, I don't know. I, I, most of my friends who did have boyfriends and girlfriends in high school are not with those people. Some of them got married quickly after high school and are divorced from those people. Um, I do have one set of friends that started dating, I want to say in ninth grade mm-hmm. and they are still together. They're married and they have five boys. Oh, and wow. so, I know, but I just to think that they've probably been together now 25 years, 26 years. Wow. And we're 40 is just wild. <laughs> yeah, I know one couple. I think they've been together since seventh grade. I think it was seventh grade when they got together. And they're still together. They're married. They have two kids. It's pretty crazy. Which is, which is wild. It's yeah. just. To be with that person from when you were so young. I mean, my parents have been in the same house since 1987. Mm-hmm. So I have a lot of friends I've known since we were eight years old, nine years old, which thanks to the internet, you know, you can stay in contact with them, which is really nice to be like, hey, I used to play recess with you. And now I'm watching you do this amazing stuff. And I'm happy to still know what's happening with them. But yeah. to be 
involved with someone for that long yeah. from that young. Yeah. No, that's, it's that's crazy. wild. I mean, I've been with Kevin since I was 20, 21. So, yeah. but that, and I think that's a long time. Like That is a long time. That's what, 19 years? Yeah. That's a long time. Because I mean, that's like the, my early 20s all the way through. Mm-hmm. But I think, oh my gosh, could I, could you imagine if I met him in high school, like, would things be different? Because things just like you just change in high school. Like I am not the same person I was in high school. I'm not the same person I was when I was 20. So which is good. It's a good thing. (laughs) Well, it's it's good that you have someone that has been able to evolve together. Yes. yes. To be grown ups with you guys. Very much. Um, But um, yeah, I I just I love this movie. I do. I love this movie. It takes me back to that senior week it's i love how there's it's so full of actors mm-hmm. and it's so crazy ridiculous um i i do i love this movie and then when the, the following year when american pie came out <sighs> and everyone's like american pie i'm like that's fine but like the most epic high school movie is obviously I can't hardly wait. wait yes no <laughs> i agree with you 100 percent. like whenever people are arguing about like great high school movies of the 90s it's can't hardly wait is number one it's number one. Yeah. 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 So. It's my favorite. Uh, I did read a few different little factoids on this too. Like it said, um, the fraternity on Trip McNeely's polo shirt is Delta Iota Kappa, which is short for D-I-K, like dick. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic, Charlene. That's so funny. And, and he is a dick. Yes. Uh, so. That's too funny. That's great. Yeah, um, we didn't actually get um, next to our yearbook pictures. They just put all of our pictures together with our names in a row for the seniors in color. We didn't get to have like quotes or uh, clubs where we were in. Did they do that for you guys? They did. My quote was actually from my so-called life. <laughs> I think you mentioned it. What was it? I don't remember. I, can't, I honestly can't remember. I'm going to have to go dig it up and so I can say but it, I, I cannot remember for the life of me but it was Angela Chase it was like and I didn't write Angela Chase I wrote AC like so which people, is fine yeah so people weren't like Are you calling it Angela Chase like oh <laughs> but I did put um intramural weightlifting <laughs> I did intramural weightlifting which I really didn't like <laughs> but I put it on there that I, I mean I did weightlifting like for like before basketball, but like I called it intramural weightlifting. A lot of people did though, because it was like a funny yeah. thing. So yeah. that was one thing I did put in there. But we had like the things that we did and then we had our quote and then we had our senior picture, which had to be, um, they had changed it our year where it had to be from the shoulders up, which sucked. I was like, because I wanted to do this was- picture of me in the grass that I loved. And- oh, they let you guys do full body ones before that? Yeah. Yep. Oh, see, we had it opposite. We always had like real basic kind of headshots. Mm-hmm. And then they would take the ones where like there was a mirror in front of you and your hands may have been down, but that wasn't an option for the yearbook. Like they had to be just like the bust photos mm-hmm. from the mm-hmm. chest up and you had to choose one of those. So when I saw kids have ones where it's like by a tree or with their sport, you know, with their bat or whatever, then it's like, well, we didn't do that. Yeah. We just didn't let us do those boring yeah, I'm, uh, they did say, well, at least we're not making you have, like, the black cape. You know what I mean? Like, they didn't make us do, like, the you know how the you do the black cape over, mm-hmm. like, your shoulders are exposed, and it's just, like, the black. They didn't make us yeah, do that. Thank- but Yeah, thankfully, they didn't make us do that either. Um, 
another factor. I don't know how accurate this was or where it even said it, but uh, apparently the film's supposed to take place on Wednesday, June 17th, 1998, which was the day I graduated. That's insane. Are you serious? That's so crazy. We graduate on Wednesday. And so it says the film takes place on Wednesday, June 17th, which is, which was Barry Manilow's 55th birthday. That's too funny. That's so funny (laughs) that it's taking place on a Wednesday. So funny. Uh, during the day um let's see uh any other fun little factoids i saw uh jenna alfman is a classically trained ballet dancer in real life i did not know that i did did know that she is a scientologist though but we'll leave that there yes (laughs) we won't say anything else about scientology (laughs) um and let's see i do want to love burger shirt if i ever Oh my gosh, I would love a love burger shirt. Yes. Um, but yeah, I I just I thought it was great. Um, and I think that's pretty much it. Aside from that, uh, I I I just kept I love Seth Green. I love Seth Green so much. (laughs) Uh, He's great. He's so funny, and I love him because he was in Buffy too. So yeah, he was. Um, I did hear him talking about when he was in Austin Powers how he played. Uh, the son of Dr. Evil like it was a drama because he thought it'd be funnier if he played it like completely straight and completely serious about a boy wanting his father's love. <laughs> he did fantastic. Like that's great. Yeah. That's fantastic. He's so cool. I love him. Yeah. I'd love to hang I out love with Seth him. Green. He's so cool. I love him in um, is it Entourage? Was he I've never Entourage? actually seen Entourage. Oh my god, you've got to watch Entourage. It's so good, but it, like, I it started to give me anxiety because <laughs> like I'm so I get like when I get like really into a show, I start uh, like getting anxious, and I was like, oh my gosh, I have to stop watching this because it's giving me such in- anxiety. So I started like looking for spoilers, but I couldn't find the right spoilers, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I just oh no. want to know what happened <laughs> so I can just watch the <laughs> stupid show. But I think I think he's I think I remember a scene. I don't know if this is Entourage, but I'm pretty sure it is. And he's like playing this like like he gets all the chicks like, you know, I'm Seth Green. I'm so cool. And it was great. It was fantastic. And I'm pretty sure it's Entourage. But um, uh, yeah, but this was great, Charlene. Thank you so much for coming on. I'm so and, glad we could finally talk about this awesome, awesome yes, movie. Yes. So we'll definitely have you and on I, again because um, we need to talk. Yeah. I can't remember what the other movie was that we wanted. She's all that. Right? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and any other yes. 90s movies I'm down for. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think I, know, I think I know where my class ring is. So I'll send you some pictures. You can put Fine. them on the site if you want. Yes. And I, I will look for mine, too. And I will put mine on there, too. So, so yeah. Thank you so much. Um, thank you so much for coming on. And you guys, if you have a story, 80s or 90s or new kids related, please send it in. You can send it to my so-called whatever at gmail.com. So thank you again, Charlene. I appreciate you for coming on. And thanks for having me. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll talk to you later. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.